0: Competitor analysis does more than reveal the strengths and weaknesses of the brands in your space. In fact, by taking a deeper look at the competition, you can advance your own marketing, which saves you time and effort. Today, we're talking about what to look for from the competition to boost your marketing productivity.
1: Hey, you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for busy solopreneurs who want to improve their marketing productivity. Join us every Wednesday
0: as we share actionable productivity and marketing tips to help you overcome those inevitable messy moments. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to episode 62 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing coach. And I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. You're probably familiar with the term competitor analysis. Often you hear this term in reference to analyzing the competition's strengths and weaknesses. But this activity is so much more than that. By paying close attention to your competitors, you can speed up your own marketing. And
1: I find that to be fairly awesome. Who doesn't love awesome? It's like that saying about standing on the shoulder of giants. There's a lot to learn from those who have gone before you and those who have more established brands.
0: Exactly. Competitor analysis advances your own marketing by reducing some trial and error. And it fast tracks your efforts since you're using the competition's examples and experience to move you farther ahead
1: faster. So what can you learn from your competitors when it comes to marketing? What things should you be looking at to increase your marketing productivity? That's what we're talking about in this episode. And by the way, This information is useful whether you're a new business or if you've been around for a while.
0: Okay, now before we jump into how to use competitor analysis for your marketing, let's talk about identifying your competition. You don't want to make decisions based on the wrong data, you know? So the tip here is to choose the competition wisely. When you're looking at competitors to help your own marketing, choose the ones that sell similar offers and that have a similar audience to you. That's the winning combination. If you don't align those two things, then you could collect information that doesn't quite apply to your business.
1: That's right. Here's an example. Some of the content topics that we cover in the podcast are also covered by HubSpot. If you don't know, HubSpot is a marketing sales and customer service software focused on growing companies. So while we do compete with HubSpot's content a little bit, we don't sell software and we aren't trying to attract companies looking for software that supports a business. We really overlap in content topics only. So gathering a lot of data from what HubSpot does in a marketing sense could point us in the wrong direction. Okay, so once you've got a few competitors identified, now it's time to check out their
0: marketing. Let's talk about some of the areas where competitor analysis can
1: help you with your marketing. And be sure to get out a pen and paper to write your findings down as you go. Trust me, you will not remember after the fact.
0: Yeah, you definitely wanna capture this research somewhere. The first thing to pay attention to is tactics. Which marketing tactics is your competition using? What tactics aren't they using? You're looking at tactics such as advertising, like where are, where's your competition advertising, what platforms, where they are on social media, um, the content they're using, like are they using blogs or videos or eBooks? Look at their SEO. Are they collecting emails? Check to see if they're giving away freebies and lead magnets, or maybe they only offer paid offers. Check out their sales funnels and see if they're offering discounts and coupons. And honestly, that's a short list. The point here is that by paying attention to what marketing tactics the competition uses on a regular basis, you gain insight into what is working since most businesses will keep doing the things that are giving them good results. For example, you can go to a competitor's Facebook page and look up their ads to see if they're using them consistently. Or you can go to their website to see if they publish a blog post consistently.
1: Now on the flip side, businesses will stop using tactics that don't work. For instance, if a competitor used to be on Twitter but hasn't tweeted in six months, then you can assume that there was a reason they stopped. And that reason is often that the tactic wasn't delivering the results they wanted. Make a note of anything and everything you notice about what the competition is doing or not doing with their marketing tactics. Why? Because their experience can answer the questions you have about whether or not to use certain marketing tactics in your own business. And that can save you time, money, and effort. Next up is
0: paying attention to the frequency of the competition's marketing. Get on their email list and follow them on social media. You want to know what they're doing. I know it feels a little like snooping, but you've got to know. The competitors are talking to your potential customers and you want to see what that looks like. Ask yourself things like Are they publishing content weekly? Do they run ads quarterly or sporadically? How often are they posting on social media and emailing their lists? Check to see if they have a YouTube channel and how often they launch new videos and look to see when they run campaigns. Do they just run campaigns during the holidays or do they run a campaign every month? You're really looking for the frequency of their
1: marketing tactics. So what does this data tell you? It helps you figure out what's working for businesses in your space and it helps you decide about your marketing timing and frequency. Just to give you one example, frequency could be an area where you can differentiate your brand. You could discover that your competitor has a super popular YouTube channel and they publish video content once a week. So that tells you that one, your audience really responds to video on YouTube. And two, you could possibly stand out by publishing two videos a week.
0: Think about this for a minute. Their audience is your audience. And the frequency of your competitor's marketing indicates how often they attempt to get in front of your prospects. So you've got to consider that and guide your marketing
1: accordingly. From a productivity perspective, you've got to carefully consider frequency because it often directly affects your workload. So a little competitor analysis in this area could prevent you from overdoing it and wasting time in places that won't be effective. You could also find out that you don't have enough bandwidth to compete in certain areas of marketing, and that information also keeps you from wasting time and effort. Another thing to pay attention to is the competition's topic.
0: What are they known for? You're looking for the subject they spend time talking about and what your audience already considers them the expert in. Why? Because if a brand is already known to dominate a specific area of expertise, you could face an uphill battle trying to compete in that area. And if they have an entire marketing department or a big team, that could be a losing battle for you.
1: Also, competitive analysis reveals what topics are of interest to prospects. You could then choose a broader or more specific topic to focus your marketing efforts on. Determining the competition's topics helps you set your sights on alternative but related topics. That's what I did. I mean, productivity as a topic is super broad. Not only that, but it's also got a ton of competition with some fairly big brands. So I got more niche within the productivity topic so that I could differentiate myself and attract a more specific audience. Okay, a word to the wise here. Before you use the competitor
0: analysis to make any decisions on your marketing tactics, frequency, and topics, be sure to analyze your competition's audience engagement on those things. Audience engagement refers to how people respond to the marketing that your competitors are using. Take a look at things like comments, views,
1: shares, and reactions. Engagement helps you gain audience insight you'll get a feel for your prospects' preferences and the popularity of certain marketing tactics and topics. Obviously, you don't want to invest a lot of time and energy into marketing that is overly risky. I'm not saying not to take risks. You will need to take some risks. That's just a part of business, right? And of marketing. However, doing some research on engagement can reduce your trial and error with marketing. And that's a huge productivity win for you.
0: There's also a lot of insight that can be gained by looking at your competition's positioning and recurring themes throughout their marketing. Often the competition's marketing will emphasize specific customer pain points or struggles. For instance, your competitor's ads, website, blog, and branding tell you more about your avatar's challenges and preferences. That's actually worth a lot because understanding your avatar's viewpoints and perspectives improves your marketing. It helps you position your own marketing. If you had to start from scratch to
1: figure that out, you'd use up a lot of time. By the way, this is another opportunity to figure out how your products or services differ from other brands. If you have no clue as to your mission or value proposition, now's your chance to analyze what the competition is saying about themselves. This can help you figure out what makes you unique and why anyone should choose you over the competition. And side note, coming up with this stuff is really hard but it's important since it can drastically improve your marketing. So let competitor analysis inspire you and assist you in defining more about your marketing and your business.
0: All right, so I feel like we could go on, but that's already a ton of info. So after you've taken the time for competitor analysis, be sure not to stop there. Use the insight and knowledge to formulate your own strategy
1: and guide your own marketing decisions and direction. Definitely take the next step. Don't just stick all of that intel inside of a drawer and forget about it. Analyze the information and put it to good use. You know, competitor analysis is sort of like cutting in line. You'll make marketing progress faster since you're taking advantage of what others in your niche have already done. This is especially true if you're starting from scratch with your marketing. I personally do find it really useful,
0: and my clients always love the competitor analysis part of the content strategy that I do since they learn so much from it. What I love about competitor analysis is that it takes the unknown and helps you form a more educated guess, and that will save you time with your marketing in many ways, especially with content marketing. Okay. That's it for today. If you ever have a question about an episode or want to suggest a topic, please contact us via our website at MessyDeskPodcast.com. And don't forget to subscribe if you enjoyed today's show. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. We're going to have to start recording at like nine o'clock at night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. We, you know, and Megan will be like this. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) That's the way to get me to talk slower. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> Respond to the marketing that your compet competitors. <laughs> I have a new way of saying that word. Uh, a British comedy made me mess that word up. Uh, so now it's like in my head forever, and I can't get the the weird way to say it out.
1: <clears throat> now we're just getting punchy. <laughs>